Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Pastor George is back. He's got some more good prosperity words. So if you aren't interested in prosperity, you won't enjoy it. You know, some people aren't interested in prosperity. I know they're not. You remember how in the old days when people, when we began to preach prosperity, people yes. thought about it? Thought, yeah, F-O-U-G-H-T, thought yes. about it. books about it. I loved it when I first heard it. Isn't it liberating? Isn't it free? You know, I was thinking just a little while ago, Gloria, about, and I hadn't fully done this yet, but I was thinking about putting together a prosperity test. Prosperity a prosperity what? test. Test. Yeah, for people okay. to take. And for instance, it would be, would you rather pay all of your bills with much left over at the end of the month, <laughs> or would you like to be behind all the time and the creditors calling you? That's the prosperity and if test. if you answer right, you've passed the prosperity test. You've passed the prosperity test. test. That's so, a good idea. Yeah. Would you, <laughs> you know, you can think of all different kinds of things. Would you like to drive a car? that is so broken down that when you go out to drive somewhere, it won't start? Or would you like to have a new car, shiny, brand new, that started every time and has a full warranty on it? You don't have to wait around till it cools off. (laughs) I like that. I like new cars. Gloria, I had a car when I was 19 years old. My grandfather gave me his Ford Falcon station wagon. It was a Ford Falcon station wagon. That was big. And that was my first car. And uh, I remember that, oh, it was held together with bailing, literally bailing wire. There was wire holding different parts of it together. And there was some kind of a drain in the battery. We couldn't find out what it was. So what I would have to do, seriously, in in Massachusetts, it would get very cold in the wintertime. I would have to unhook my battery, take it inside, set it down, and then the next morning get up when I want to go somewhere, put it, and then and then hook it back up again. That was a little inconvenient, wasn't it? That was seriously inconvenient. And then when I go somewhere, I'd I'd have to unplug it so it wouldn't drain and then and then put it back on that that now, where and, did you live? <laughs> Were you in Arkansas? In the North Pole, it seemed like. But that's, that's the test. Now, I drive a car, and it works every time. You have time. a key? I, and it turns on? It turns on, yes. Wow. It does. That's prosperity. I'm so grateful. That's prosperity. <laughs> now, there's a book right there. That's prosperity. That's prosperity. <laughs> that's it right there. And so, so many people... Who, who fight prosperity are the ones that have things that work Maybe and they've, they've got a nice house. Maybe they've never been poor or they would be more interested. And you, I mean, you can remember the early days of uh, 1966, 67, when you were first starting out and all the things you didn't have. Oh, yeah. And all the things you couldn't do and how the Lord brought the laws of prosperity into your life. Uh, changed everything. And that's what we're that's what we're talking about here is the laws of prosperity. And well, this, somebody might say, "Well, that you know, that's just selfish stuff." Well, who do you think's going to finance the gospel if everybody's broke? And what are people going to do if they can't hear the gospel? They're going to be lost. Somebody, yeah. somebody in the church has got to prosper. That's right. And take that's care right. of the people that need to hear the word. Yeah, and we read the scripture the other day from from 1 Timothy 6 about what Paul told Timothy to tell the people who are rich, that are rich in the things of this world, that they use their finances to do good things with. 
and that in 2 Corinthians 9, we, we give and then we receive so that God is able to furnish us in abundance for every, for every good, good work, work and, and charitable, charitable donation. donation. So really, my, our motivation for a, a, accumulation is distribution. That's right. And and that's what this ministry has been all about. That's right. For for all of these years, you all have sown and sown and sown and sown. Praise and it's God. been airplanes, equipment, cars, money, <laughs> TV time. Yes, amen. It's astounding. And that's what prosperity is all about. And it's it's all in this book. This is the book that we're offering for free this week, absolutely. That and it was written in 1974. But the Lord started dealing with Brother Copeland about this in 1967. He talks about it in, in the book. And these principles, I re- I've read it in preparation for these teachings that we're doing, Gloria. I read it uh, again. And how much it applies to Praise what God. we're doing today. And you and Kenneth, these things that you taught so many years ago, you're still doing it today. Yeah. You're still tithing. It talks about tithing and the importance of giving in here. The most shocking thing about that is how people, some some people, some religious people, church people, right. fought the laws of prosperity when it's just plain and simple yeah. in the Bible. <laughs> and the thing about it is the, the religious folks would fight prosperity, but then they get up in their pulpits and beg for money. It doesn't make sense. They never put the two together. They never connected mm-hmm. the dots on that mm-hmm. one. So we are, we're talking about the laws of prosperity. It's and that been it, a blessing, a it, great blessing. It is the will of God for There'd people There'd be no to TV prosper. broadcast without the laws of prosperity. That's there, right. There there'd would be, be no books published. There would be no books published. There would be no, no people being reached. No church buildings. Yeah, be church out in buildings. The rain. So <clears throat> we, we need to be prospering. That's it's, right. it's our... We've it's, gotta, our, it's not just about us. We've got to preach the gospel in that poor nations. Yeah. And poor people can't afford it. That's a, those are charitable things that you do. They are. In the countries, I won't they name are. them, but in countries where people can't do it for themselves. That's right. They can't and get that's our gospel. responsibility as believers, I think. To bring, to, bring, and to bring that to people everywhere. Yes. Well, the foundation scripture at the top of your page here, and these notes are available to you. Go to kcm.org. Go to the picture of glory me, click on it, and it'll take you to these notes and all of the other 344 notes that you and I have Praise done together. God. It's a great collection of prosperity. Beloved, I wish above all things mm-hmm. that you may prosper and be in health Hallelujah. even as your soul prospered. That's 3 John 2. And that is the foundation scripture. It's the will of God for us to prosper. It is the will of God. And to be in hell. That's right. In the book, Gloria, there's a section in here that Kenneth talks about. Prosperity is more than just money. It includes money, but it's even more than that. It applies to every part of our lives. To be prosperous is is applying not just to the financial realm, but to all other realms. Mm -hmm. And it means to succeed at everything that we do. And I looked at several different scriptures, and they're listed here in, in A, number three, four, and five. Okay. Third John 2, this is the Passion Translation, and I have so enjoyed the Passion Translation. I've been reading it much lately and using Good. it in my study. And it says, Beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health just as your soul is prospering. What really caught me, Gloria, was the phrase, in every way. Every way. We are to prosper 
in every way. Praise God. You're to prosper in your business. You're to prosper in your family. And we'll read a list here in just a few moments of all the areas that cover prosperity. In the Bible in basic English, it says, My loved one, it is my prayer that you may do well in all things and be healthy in body, even as your soul does well. Healthy or to do well in all things. Praise God. And that includes health, the health. It is God's will for you to prosper, and that prosperity includes the healing of our body. Amen. And you've taught that so well over these years, Gloria, in your healing schools. And your healing school actually is on... Maybe we should um, have prosperity schools. We sh Well, by golly, <laughs> by Jove, I well. think you've got something there. Prosperity school. I like that. I do too. That's a good thing. I like that. Just like you've been doing healing school over all these years, yeah. your healing school is now being shown on the Believer's Voice of Victory Network every Saturday morning. And all we over have the world. All over the world. And we have healing school with Gloria Copeland. I so enjoy watching you teach those healing schools. Praise God. Thank the, you. The teaching gift that you have and then the, the testimonies, watching those testimonies during the healing schools, they just inspire me so much. Praise God. And that's all part of our prosperity. Yeah. To prosper, this last one in the Williams New Testament, it says, My dear friend, I pray that you may in all respects prosper and enjoy good health in all respects, just as your soul already prospers. So you can see here by these three scriptures that prosperity is more than just the financial realm. And, and Kenneth goes into more detail about that in the book, but it includes everything in our lives, every area of our lives. The physical part. What is prosperity? That's the blessing <clears throat> on something. Yeah, that's I a good way to put it. I've thought about it before. It's the blessing. But if your body's healthy, it's the blessing on your body. Yeah. If your pocketbook's <clears throat> healthy, it's the blessing on your money. That's right. If your your family, mm -hmm. the prosperity of your family, the yep. prosperity of of a good home life, a good marriage. That's Terry and I have a good marriage. Good. We've been we've been married since nineteen. 77, and we get along very well with each other. You about learn how to do it. Well, about okay. learn how to good, do it. Good. But no, Gloria, there's a, you know, the, and you know this with Kenneth, the longer you're married, there's a chemistry that takes place between the two of you. And, and you we've learned. Blend. You begin to blend after you begin 50 to blend. years or so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and in our marriage, we have a very prosperous marriage. You know what? You, you know, think of a mixer. If you put something in your mixer, your and blender. Your think blender. Your blender. <laughs> <laughs> this is what together. happens when you get married. If yeah. you do it right, you blend. I like that, Gloria. That's really... <laughs> if you do it wrong, I'm not going there. They'll go there. But we, we have prospered. We have prospered financially over these years. We've prospered in our, our ministries these years yes, and, and prospered in our relationship and our marriage with each other. We, we're a team. That's the two good. of us are a team. And we, we live our lives together. Now, it, it's, and, you can do that if you walk in love. You can. But it, you it need takes, to walk in love. It takes walking in love. Yes. And you know what, Gloria? Because we're all different. Our marriage is like a business. I'm the accounting department and she's the purchasing department. I'm. <laughs> well, see, that's why you've got a good marriage right <laughs> there. Right. Now I'm, we know. I'm the one. I pay the bills. I have organized that over the years. 
I remember some years ago, Terry fired me. I don't oh. know why she fired me, but she fired me. So she took it all back. But I the bet problem she didn't want to keep it very long. She didn't she? keep it long at all. <laughs> she said, "Here, you take that." So, and that's my that's what I do. That's what my gift is. I organize things and I I make sure that the bills are paid and that people aren't calling us wondering where. Every it family is. has to have somebody to do that. So that's that's where prosperity is and it's in every realm. And look here in point B in Philippians 4:19, prosperity in every area of life. Mm -hmm. It says in the amplified translation, and my God will liberally supply Fill to the Fill full. Fill to the full. Don't you like that? Your every need. I believe that all. According Absolutely. to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Now, isn't that a great translation? Yes, it, it is a great translation. Now, Gloria, you can see there on number two, there's the Rick Renner translation. And Rick Renner has a translation of Philippians 4:19. Does he ha actually have a book? He, he, well, it's all part of his sparkling gems where oh, he yeah. breaks down yeah. the scriptures and so yeah, forth. He did tell me though, he did tell me, and he's not done this yet, but he did tell me that he's working on a Rick Renner translation Good. of the New Testament. Oh, that'll be great. Woo! I want one. That'll be something when it comes out. Mm -hmm. But I want you to do this. I, I want okay. you to read the Rick Renner translation because I want to see the look on your face when you hear what he says about this. My God will supply your needs so completely mm. that he will eliminate all your deficiencies. Wow. He will meet all your physical and tangible needs until you're so full you have no more capacity to hold anything else. Mm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. That, that, yep. I like that. Yep. I'll receive that. That goes along with um, Malachi where I it talks about... I want that translation. You want that translation. Mm -hmm. It goes along with Malachi 3 that talks about tithing. There'll not be room enough to contain it all. He will supply all your needs until you are totally filled, packed, full, mm, overflowing, overflowing to the point of bursting at the seams and spilling over. Isn't that good? That's a great translation. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. That's really something. And he says he, he will eliminate, he'll supply your needs so completely that he'll eliminate your deficiencies. Amen. No Whatever, lack, in other words. No lack. No lack, no lack whatsoever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so um, the what Kenneth said in point three there, I'm quoting Brother Copeland, the world's definition of prosperity is very limited in scope to financial ability and power. That's what the world limits prosperity yeah. to. Mm -hmm. By its own admission, it goes only so far. The world admits it has no power to overcome poverty, sickness, and yeah. spiritual and social ills. Mm -hmm. You can have all the money in the world and still be poverty stricken spiritually mentally and physically. Yeah. yeah. Now this number five, Gloria, this is, this is really important when we're talking about prosperity because again, when I traveled with Brother Copeland over all these years, I, I would write down the various things that he would say yeah. about different things. And one of the things that he would say was the, de the definition of what true prosperity is. And there it is there in point five, true prosperity is the ability to use God's power to meet the needs of mankind in any realm of life. True prosperity. Regardless of what those needs may be. That's great. That That's what good. true prosperity yeah. is. Yeah. That is the definition of it. It's the ability to use the power of God. Using the power of God in our lives to be able to meet the needs so of you mankind. you could say walking in the Word. <clears throat> yes, walking in the... Exactly. Exactly. 
using that, that power of the Word Thinking of God. Like having your mind renewed to the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Think like He thinks. Do what He, you know. it, Yep. Listen to your spirit. That's right. Obey. That's right. That's prosperity. And you and I have seen, we've talked about this before on many occasions, how Kenneth's giving will take your breath. Yes, it will. It will, it will absolutely be the most stunning thing when he comes into the room and says, we need to sew the airplane. We need to give the truck. Yeah. We need to <laughs> we need to do this and we need to do yeah. that. And I remember he has such a heart for giving. You and yes, he both. He's, he's a great he's such he's a heart awesome for giving. Giver. And people don't realize that. You know, Gloria, the people that criticize this ministry and criticize you and Kenneth really don't know the extent of your giving and how much you sow and how much Praise. and how much comes out of this ministry to other people. And I remember <clears throat> Brother Copeland came to me um, a number of years ago and he said, George, there's a project that I want the church to take on. I said, yes, sir. What is that project? I, you, you, know, I'm, you held your breath and said, yes, sir. Yes. No. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. When Kenneth calls me on the phone, which he, he calls me quite often, um, and when he calls me on the phone, it'll, it'll come up in big letters, Kenneth Copeland. So I, stand, I sit at attention or stand whatever and I always answer him, yes, sir. And that means whatever you want to do, <laughs> yes, sir. We're far. We're far. <laughs> when you talk about prosperity and how, how powerful that is, and just, just to summarize, because we really don't have, on your second page, I have a whole list of, of the, the, other, the areas of prosperity, but it's spiritual prosperity. Spiritual prosperity is being born again. Yeah. Spirit-filled, knowing God. That makes every other thing work. That's There's, the beginner. That's just the That's open the start door. of it. That's, that's the, the beginning open door of it. Yeah. To the blessing. Then there's then there's the prosperity of the soul, the mind, the will, the emotions, so that we can live in peace and have that's peace right. in our hearts and stability in our emotions. There's the physical prosperity, living in divine health. It is the will of God for you to live in divine health. Of course, there's financial prosperity, increase and abundance, your bills mm -hmm. paid, debt freedom. Success in every endeavor that you have. There's relational prosperity. Praise God. Love in your home. Devotion in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Obedient children. Healthy relationships. There's political prosperity. Uh, and we need that right now. Yes. We need a God-fearing nation. We need godly leadership there. We need people who are support, who are supportive of Israel. And then all of this recently that's happened with abortion, that has to stop. I agree. That absolutely has to stop. So Father, we pray right now together in the name of Jesus. And we pray over every person that is watching us. Yes, Lord. And we thank you for prosperity in every realm of their lives. Spiritual prosperity, prosperity in their mind, their will, the emotions, physical prosperity, family prosperity, financial prosperity. And Lord, we pray for the prosperity of the United States of America and all of the nations that are watching us right now. And Lord, we thank you. How prosperity just boils down to one very simple thing how much you love us and you take care of us and how you Praise prosper God. us to take care Thank of you, us. Lord. In Jesus' name Jesus we pray. Name. Amen. Amen. My name is Molly. Uh, I'm from India. 
My husband's name is Vinay and he's a, a medical doctor and we came to, he was already a trained anesthetist and uh, head of the ICU back in India. So he came to do his fellowship in intensive care. He was accepted as a fellow at the Sydney Westmead Hospital. We soon realized that the, the wages or the salary that was given would just be sufficient for us to pay the rent <laughs> for what that was given and, uh, you know, in terms of Australian dollar and value and all that stuff. So uh, it was quite overwhelming to see that uh, what he was on was not going to be really enough. Around that time is when uh, uh, I got into the ministry and partnership and um, Believe me, at that point of time, to partner and sow seed, I couldn't sow more than $5. As soon as I started sowing that $5, my husband got promoted and they said we should increase your wages and increase your uh, salary as a consultant. So we saw the promotions of, and we saw the power of sowing seeds and how God was beginning to bless us financially. I now tell people, my friends, even my children now know how to, to, how to partner and to sow seeds and, and to partner with the ministry and you see the difference of that. The places I've grown or where this partnership has established me is in knowing that God is real and uh, he's a covenant-keeping God. He keeps his word. And that the power of the blood of Jesus and the power of the seed, every, as long as the earth there is seed time and harvest time. And um, understanding and studying the word of God. The word is in your mouth. And you know, with faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.